Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Golf in the Northwest podcast on 1080thefan.com. Brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Doing the right thing matters. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Brought to you on the fan by Royal Exteriors. Triple-pane windows for up to 60% less than double-pane. RoyalExteriorsLLC.com. And by Laurelhurst Market, more than just your family neighborhood steakhouse. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigard. Well, a fine good morning to you all. We're back out here at uh, Pumpkin Ridge, day three, round three of this Winco Foods Portland Open presented by Kraft Heinz. Uh, 66 players, I believe, made the cut. Uh, unfortunately, it could have been, uh, or 64, I believe. No, 66. It's 65 in ties. I'm still waking up. Um, coffee's kicking in. Uh, <laughs> could have been 67. Uh, yeah. They had to go uh, one player. I uh, had to go back to the ninth hole and finish up. It was dark. He had his tee shot on nine uh, wayward near the Uh-oh. scoreboard there. They couldn't find it last night in the dark. So he had to go back this morning and play from the tee, and he needed a bogey, which mean he was hitting three off the tee, and unfortunately he doubled and missed the cut. He was at five under. That That's just harsh. Uh, it he is was harsh. trying to finish his round before darkness fell around eight o'clock last night, and not being able to find the ball in the dark. Yeah, and you he can't find it, your ball well, in the daylight. Hey, this hey, poor hey. guy's trying to find it in the dark. Well, don't hit it in the fescue, but right. But yeah, unfortunately, so we've got sixty-six players making the cut. Of course, uh, all the attention is at the top of the leaderboard, where Scott Harrington, the local product from Jesuit. Uh, is second one shot off the lead after an eight under 63 yesterday uh, behind Vince India and uh, is in position to get his PGA Tour card. I went back and looked his first year on, it might have still been the nationwide tour back then, was 2004. And he took a break there between 2010, 2012. But Scott Harrington, uh, I think 13 or 14 seasons he's played on this tour. Uh, without ever having PGA Tour status. And uh, if you missed the interview yesterday we had with him after his round, we got a couple of excerpts from him. One, just talking about the journey from last year uh, with having to step aside to help his wife battle cancer uh, to now being in a position to get his PGA Tour card. And then we'll get a little uh, uh, technical with what's improved in his game and why he's seen the improvement uh, to put him in this position this year. Yeah, it's really good to to see Scott. He uh, played well pretty solid he gives uh credit to the 12th hole he if you know the 12th hole little par three with yeah. a lot of drunks hanging around yeah he hits it past the flag that's a hard putt coming back down the hill it's really fast 
and he drains it. Drained and he it. didn't expect it. It was about a 30-footer. It was on the other side of the ridge. The pin was uh, towards uh, the gallery side of that green, and there's a ridge right in the middle. He yep. hit it on the opposite side, so he had to play it down. Curls back to the left, and it was pure, and it dripped right out. I went over and watched it as he came through, and he hit that one after uh, birdieing the par 5 11th. You're like, it's on. He was at 8 under at that point. He had some birdie opportunities at 13 and 14 as well. He couldn't get those to go. He, you know, he shot 8 under 63 and could have been closer to 60 or possibly 59. He gave himself a lot of opportunities down the stretch. Well, and and let's see if he can, and I'm sure he's going to keep that uh, going today. He's going to fire at some flags. Absolutely. Uh, He needs to do what uh, to get his He needs at least a top three finish. Mm -hmm. Top two guarantees it if he's third. He's got a good shot to just sneak in in those top 25. And that's uh, what's at play out here this weekend. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think they're going to start sending guys out at 830, maybe a little later. Looks like the fog is lifting. The last group is scheduled to go off at 150. That is Scott Harrington and Vince India in the final group today. It is family day out here. The junior clinic will be at 2 o'clock over on the uh, driving range next to Ghost Creek, the public side. So the players that are finished or those that maybe missed the cut but are sticking around that uh, have their tour cards locked up for next year, they'll be giving some lessons to the youngsters. Uh, That's all complimentary, so we encourage you to come out. It's going to be a great, great day out here. The weather should be ideal. Rain last night, but that's all supposed to clear up. And uh, once this uh, low clouds, fogs, burns off, it's supposed to be right around 80 degrees. Yeah, it's going to be a nice day. the sun's going to break through. The greens are going to be very receptive. You, If you're going to hunt oh. flags, today's the day to do it. So the I think the most important thing today will be putting it in the fairway off the tee because there's a lot of moisture in this long rough. If you hit it in the rough, I don't know how you're going to get it to the green in, in regulation. Well, you, you'll have a tough time holding a green, but because the greens are wet, maybe you'll have a shot at it. Uh, it's very hard to hit out of this rough. I was walking around yesterday just off the greens. Uh, we're looking at uh, two-and-a-half, three-inch rough, and that's pretty long around here. Jeff Sanders, of course, uh, he's the founder of this event, uh, runs four different uh, tournaments between the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour. He's going to join us at 8.15. And then I think we're going to have one of the uh, chief agronomists, maybe from the tour, maybe from Pumpkin Ritz, going to join us at 8.45 in the business of golf and just kind of – how to get a, a, a course like this ready mm-hmm. for tournament play. You know, people say, well, this course is easy, um, you know, looking at the scores. And I think the reason the scores have been so low, one, the conditions, but two, is how well it's been maintained. The greens are in perfect condition. You can't, you know, it's not super hot. There was some moisture. They can't control that. But you don't, and, uh, unless these greens, these Poana greens are perfect, Guys aren't draining birdies from all over the place. No, actually, I was talking to a player yesterday, Jack uh, McGuire from uh, St. Petersburg, and he said the greens are in unbelievably good shape. I asked him if he liked putting on Poana greens. He said, these don't react like uh, typical Poana greens. They are so smooth. Uh, they're rolled really well. And this golf course is not easy. It might seem easy to us because – we look at some scores, or if you've played here from more forward tees, it's it's uh, you're used to it, yeah. and, you, and you can hit fairways. But I can tell you, when they stretch this out, if you don't hit a fairway, 
you can make an awfully big number. We've seen that uh, throughout the tournament. So without further ado, uh, let's go inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Brought to you on the fan by Royal Exteriors. Triple pane windows for up to 60% less than double pane. RoyalExteriorsLLC.com. Well, there's three tours of note in action. Uh, the LPGA extending their stay in Europe. The Aberdeen Standard Investments Lady Scottish Open. They're playing the Renaissance Club in North Berwick, Scotland. MJ Herr is atop the leaderboard uh, as they are in the middle of round three, 16 under. Moira Jutanagarn, one back at 15 under. And uh, Jung Yoon Lee is at 12 under, uh, the U.S. Open winner earlier this year. Uh, but I think all the buzz on the LPGA Tour last week was the unbelievable performance at the Women's British by a 20-year-old Japanese player who had never played on the PGA Tour. She had won on the Japanese Tour. Um, wow. Uh, it, Lizette Salas was in position to win her first major. She was playing great, missed a makeable putt on 18 that would have given her a one-shot lead at that point, and this 20-year-old Japanese girl comes out of nowhere and just takes that course over down the stretch. It was pretty amazing to watch. Yeah, you will see that time and time again, week in and week out. Somebody will come from nowhere and steal a win. It could happen here this weekend at the at the Winco Food Portland Open. Uh, it happened last week with uh, uh, J.T. Poston comes in, uh, his first win. He's been out on tour for, for three years, and he comes in with a win, doesn't hit the ball far, Great short game. He steals a win. And then uh, this the smiling Cinderella, they call her. Yeah. She, uh, Hanako she, Shibuno. Yeah. Her she dad went, was on the bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It occurred to me once that um, uh, one uh, TV commentator said, if you don't look serious, you're probably not going to win a tournament. And I know it was Paul Azinger. And I, I th- I'm thinking – you know, that's just crazy. Why why can't you be grateful, number one, to be out on tour? And number two, why can't you smile going around? And uh, at least every now and then, take the pressure off. Yeah. And this young lady, she, she does it a lot. She's, she's thinking all I want to do is make the cut when she shows up. And she ends up winning the thing. I think it's fantastic. And if more golfers should smile just a little bit out yeah, in the golf course. Autographing gloves for kids on the ro- on the gallery line. It was amazing. Yeah. She shoots four rounds in the 60 for 18 under to beat Lizette Salas uh, by one. Uh, Jay Young Co. Uh, was right there at 16 under, and she's probably locked up Player of the Year awards uh, for the LPGA Tour. And uh, they're finishing up their stint in Europe before they come back stateside. Uh, for a few more weeks. Uh, the PGA Tour starting the uh, FedEx Cup playoff run. They've condensed it to three tournaments from four as they move the schedule up so they can get everything finished uh, before football season starts. Dustin Johnson is your leader, 12 under par, one shot clear of Jordan Spieth, who had a 64 yesterday at Liberty National. Abraham Answer, Troy Merritt, Patrick Reed, and John Rahm all at 10 under. The best of the best in these next three tournaments should be fun. Tiger Woods maybe grabbed the headlines early. He had to withdraw with an oblique uh, muscle issue. He was having troubles in the practice rounds. Only played half a practice round or pro-am round 
on uh, Wednesday, thought his back was stiff or whatever. We'll see if he plays in the next one. He's qualified through. He had enough points. but He is I, really hurting, and I think uh, he may try, but he's not going to risk injuring himself for the rest of the year. No, nope. uh, he'll, he'll just take it off. I think it does avoid us having to deal with him possibly naming himself to the President's Cup team. Hopefully now right. he won't even consider that. He'll just be the captain and go down and handle his business uh, and – Jordan Spieth, good to see him playing well. I don't know if he had enough points accumulated from the previous two years, but he had not been playing well coming into this. Boy, if he can get a victory here or start to get rid of that two-way miss and make some putts and look like the Jordan Spieth we saw three years ago, that would be helpful to the President's Cup Well, team. you know, he's got a good short game. He's making some putts, and he said that his misses are less, a lot less severe. That means instead of being out of bounds, he's in the rough. So that can make it a little bit easier to score. Uh, your favorite, Sergio Garcia, missed cut. Oh, uh, nothing <laughs> makes me happier than the Spanish rat missing cuts. <laughs> That's a shame. Bubba Watson, my favorite, also missed the cut. So, uh, But Dustin Johnson has had some disappointments in the past. Rory McIlroy grabbed the uh, FedEx Cup away from him a couple of years ago. Uh, but uh, he's looking strong. Uh, I think he's got a really good chance this time. He's really putting well. Yep. And when Dustin Johnson putts well, like Brooks Kepka, when they, these guys putt well, uh, you can't beat them. And you, so you just sit around yeah. and wait for you Jordan watch. Speed it to should hit be it out great. Of it should be great theater uh, for them all the way through this FedEx Cup uh, to the Tour Championship at Eastlake in a couple of weeks. That brings us to our event here, the Winco Foods Portland Open, presented by Kraft Dines out here at Winco or out here at uh, Pumpkin Ridge on the Witch Hollow course. Vince India is your leader at 13 under. Scott Harrington, 12 under. Uh, and the man who's the man out here, Jeff Sanders, He's going to join us next. Let's take a quick break so we can give Jeff all the room he needs to breathe, and yeah. it's it's quite a bit. I think I'm just going to take a walk around the golf course. Well, we'll each Jeff's get one done. question in, and then it'll be 10 <laughs> minutes or so, and it'll be great. So our buddy Jeff Sanders here once again behind uh, inside the ropes brought to you by Royal Exteriors, triple-pane windows for up to 60% less than double-pane, royalexteriorsllc.com. Jeff Sanders, president of Global Golf Events now for Lagadier Sports. He's got a new title. I don't know if that means he's got a new bank account, but no. um, it was it was doing all right before. He joins <laughs> us next here, getting getting started on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This is Golf in the Northwest, brought to you by Royal Exteriors Triple Pane Windows for up to 60% less than double pane. RoyalExteriorsLLC.com. And by Laurelhurst Market, more than just your friendly neighborhood steakhouse. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back into Pumpkin Ridge out here at round three of the Winco Foods Portland Open presented by Kraft Heinz. Uh, they're going to start sending guys out here in about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, the last group will be Scott Harrington and Vince India at 1.50 p.m. It is family day. It is junior clinic day. And joining us right now is uh, the man who started this six years ago out here, Jeff Sanders, president of Global Golf Events for Lagadier Sports. You like the way that sounds. I really do. I just don't have any bank account increase to show that it really makes sense. Well, yours was doing all right before, so I don't oh, think you're too Oh, you guys concerned. are too much. 
You too much, man. I got the I got the PGA Club professional on my right, the world renowned Harold Bluestein, and of course the only guy that was thinking about golf in Portland, Jason Swigard. They call him Swags. That's right. That's right. You can't ask for much better though. No, this two is great. Days of this other than about a ninety-minute delay for some lightning we never saw yesterday. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. Local guy, one shot Jeez. off the lead, looking for his first uh, PGA Tour card. Uh, since he started on this tour in two, th- I went back his first season. I think it was still nationwide tour was two thousand four. Was what a story! And, what a great story, and we Scott just Harrington. Get stories like that every year. It just happens to be a local guy this year, but uh, we hope everybody will come out and line the galleries for him and and help cheer him on. He needs to finish at least third, most likely first or second to to guarantee that card. That's right, you know. And again, you know, the Harrington family has been in the golf world of Portland for a long time. Bob, Mary brother adam there it's a great family portland golf club they all grew up there scotty jesuit high school as we know uh just an awesome story you know been through some tough times uh, personally with his wife but she's doing great now but yeah the tournament's going great we had our biggest crowd thursday our biggest crowd friday and we hope to have our biggest crowd saturday in comparison to prior years and the weather's good it's not too hot out here it's going to be 77 or 8 in the middle of the afternoon which doesn't get any better than that and, uh, you know, it's going to be a great day for golf. The golf course is, is uh, I think it will hold up. The pins are going to be tough. And you got to keep the ball in the fairway out here. Jeff, we're fully established now in the Portland Open. But uh, out of curiosity, I'm wondering, how did you ever pull this off, bringing the tour to Portland? Well, it's a good question. You know, we uh, we the last event we ran in Portland was the 1997 U.S. Women's Open. And then we left town to run events around the country and finally got an opportunity to come home. It really happened because the Win Dixie Jacksonville Open, which was the basically the last event on the on the Web.com tour uh, in Jacksonville, um, they had a change of CEOs at the top. And uh, when that happened, um, the new CEO decided not to do golf, which uh, that that meant the tournament wasn't going to continue. So we had to fill that void. And uh, I was down at uh, Pebble Beach, and I was playing, uh, or I was we were running the the uh, Champions Tour event down there, the first tee open for uh, General Mills. They make a long story short, I met Stephen Goddard at that time, the CEO, and they'd never done a tournament. Winco had never done a tournament. When he agreed to do the tournament, that's what really made the difference because we, you can't run one of these tournaments without a title sponsor that's really behind it, and Winco Foods is really behind it. You have to have a great venue for our model. You have to have a couple of courses, which we have here at Pumpkin, the best venue, in my opinion, in the Northwest by far for this for, for, for a professional golf tournament and uh so all the stars aligned you know we, portland was ready to have men's golf again we've had a great women's event for years but it was time for a competitive men's golf event mm-hmm. portland likes competition portland likes exhibitions are great and i was involved in the fred meyer challenge as you guys know uh with peter and mike stoll back in 1985 and 6 to get it started and it was fun to do that but at the end of the day you know competition and there's a lot riding on this 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 tournament this weekend is going to be probably the most watched tournament well certainly with with the event the northern trust but there's so much riding on this tournament that around the world you've got a viewership of this of this golf channel broadcast because this is a this is a dream come true for these guys or it's a long haul right it's one or the other oh yeah well you've got christopher ventura who's norwegian from Oklahoma State, you've got Nicholas Echeverria from Colombia, David Lingmurth from Sweden. So it's a world tour. wherever wherever Golf Channel or this tournament is being carried, uh, people are turning in to to see their guy. They are. Yeah. I remember when Tony Finau's entire family came, you know, from from uh, his home his home, and they all came here to 
give everybody a lay around their neck when yep. he got his when he got his card and it was so emotional. No, it's it's uh, I love the term because it reminds me of the US Amateur when we did it back in 96 when Tiger won all the electricity in the air, the competition, so much riding on it. I mean, an end of the year tournament versus start of the year tournament, I mean, that was important to us. You know, we wanted to run events at the at the end of the year that really mattered and this 25 card event when we had an opportunity to to take it over and and and, uh, and run it six years ago, I just was so excited about it because I knew that it, how important it was going to be in the game of golf worldwide. And here we are doing it in our hometown of Portland, Oregon, a great venue like Pumpkin Ridge. Chatting here with Jeff Sanders, uh, president global golf events for Lagadier Sports, running this tournament. This is the first of a four tournament run for you. Uh, That's the, right. Uh, Albertson Safeway Albertson's Boise Open has been going on in Boise now for well thirtieth year 30th this year. year. Yeah. We've been running the tournament for 30 years. We know back in 1989, I went over there to uh, try to get, you know, again, men's golf in Boise. And it all worked out there 30 years ago. We've been through nine CEOs, and they, for some reason, they all keep loving golf. I think they love the charity number as much as anything, which, by the way, is is really the key. $1.5 million this year here, $1.5 million in Boise last year. Um, that matters a lot to the to the to, to both Albertsons and Winco that they can support the community where the tournament resides with that kind of money. What surprised me yesterday was the crowds. Yeah, and I'm when I first came five six years ago, there were there were people out here, but yesterday during the week there were a lot more people out here probably three four times uh, as many as i remember that's right harold well and that's due to the fact that again we've given out 25 pga tour cards over the last five years so 125 25 more tomorrow but out of those 125 tour cards have been given out on the 18th green here at pumpkin ridge we've had 55 wins by guys who got a card here so this is pga tour golf let me be very clear pga tour golf this is not minor league golf this is not developmental tour golf. This is PGA Tour golf. Finau, Thomas, Wise, Shoffley, Berger, on and on and on and on have got a card here and gone out immediately and won on the PGA Tour. And so that just tells you if there was enough room to play 300 guys, there'd be 300 players, there'd be two tours. But there isn't. There's only enough room to play 144 or 156 because of light during the day. So, you know, again, it's, it's, uh, it's not surprising to me at all what's happened here and uh, why people are coming out. They're realizing that they're, they're watching the next Ricky Fowler, Rory right. McIlroy, Jordan Spieth. They're all playing here right now. We just don't know exactly who it's going to be. Is it going to be Shelton? Who's it going to be? And we'll find out. A couple of changes this year from previous years. One, the calendar. So when the PGA said, hey, we need to move, bump everything up, that required the Corn Ferry Tour now to bump it up so the playoffs matched up the web.com finals is with the fedex cup playoffs and then two mid-season this was not planned for web.com uh the owner sold to private equity private equity firm who said i we don't need this expense anymore the tour went out found corn ferry brought them in how have those two changes gone for you behind the scenes seamless i mean really great i mean david brown the ceo of uh, of web.com you know again i i became good friends with david and i'm very very pleased that he was able to st- to come in here put web.com on this tour and end up selling his business that he started from scratch so congrats to him corn ferry's a very successful la based company their their ceo is going to be here today and tomorrow they're really into it. I think they picked up an amazing product and at the right time. So Corn Ferry 
hey, you know, is a great company, and again, they are they're really into it, which is great. They signed a long term contract. Like you said earlier, now we've got four events in a row, so I was thinking about that today. We've got the Winco Foods Portland Open this week, then just one week in between. Half our team is already in Boise setting up Hillcrest Country Club for the 30th anniversary over there. And then we just have a, a few weeks, and we go down to Napa to run the Safeway Open PGA Tour event where Johnny Miller is the host and Phil Nicholson is the headliner. Tony Romo just got a sponsor invitation. He's playing uh, John Daly's coming back to play. Freddie Couples, I talked him into playing. So we're excited about the, the tournament, it's the Safeway Open. And then in January, we'll go back down to the sun in the desert and run what used to be, of course, the Bob Hope. We're about to announce a new title sponsor there in the next week or so. One of the big companies around the world is going to step through the door as a new title there, and that's going to give that tournament in its 61st year uh, an amazing future going forward. I mean, maybe now goes another 61. But, but so, no, it's going to be busy, but all good. I, I guess we missed our sponsors' exemptions for, for one of these coming up. They uh... Well, you guys were on the list. You were on the list. <laughs> it's a long list. It's a really long <laughs> list, and I think, I, I think you were right down at the very, very bottom. Well, thank you. <laughs> Making the list was all But you we made wanted. the list. Yeah. You made the list. <laughs> so uh, uh, there's there's guys out here this week that are trying to make the list so uh tell our listeners what's really at stake here well coming from experience you know when i turned the clock back i got my tour card for the very first time in 1980 and i played i played back when you had to monday qualify you know you used to call us rabbits back Mm -hmm. then and uh lost my card got it back um still a rabbit lost my card so anyway lost my card four years in a row it was funny because i'd come home and i'd win the juicy or the northwest open or you know, tournament like that. You know, I shoot low numbers, but I just couldn't convert. But the point I'm making is uh, this has re- kind of replaced the tour school. And I remember uh, after losing my card thinking, what am I going to do? All I've done is play golf at, starting out at Rock Creek when I was 13 years old, caddying for Bob Allard back then and playing with Dave Crow and Joe Pisha and all the guys. And, you know, I'm thinking, I don't, I'm not ready to go into the pro shop. I have no idea what I would, would even do. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of golf lessons. I've really never given any. Um, you know, I know I like I like sweaters and I like, you know, and, but I don't know what to how, which one to buy or which one not to buy. Um, don't buy a sweater that's swag like. Harold's over here and I, I was going to tell him I didn't want to go in the pro shop and start, you know, folding sweaters and <laughs> selling balls and tees and no handing out range ball buckets. And about the first time the, the first member came in and said they thought the greens were too fast, the rough was too long, the tees were too far back. And what am I doing? I probably would have been in jail. <laughs> you know, so as I as I told my good friend Jerry Molds, who I just admire, you know, to the hilt, I remember one time was I was in the pro shop at Columbia when I was home, and and somebody did come in and do that, and Jerry folded his arms across his chest and just nodded his head up and down five hundred times as he was getting absolutely ripped, <laughs> and I'm I'm over on the phone behind the behind the corner, and this person doesn't even know I'm there, and I'm listening to this, and when that when he got when she got done and left the pro shop. I walked over to Moldsy and I said, Mold- I was 16, 17. I said, Moldsy, I can never be a club professional after that. <laughs> he goes, get out to the range and start hitting some balls. He said, I agree. So, But my point is, these guys aren't ready. They're not prepared for anything other than golf. They've been playing golf since Pee Wee Golf. They started when they were 10 or less years old. They've played their whole life. they played high school, college, pro. And if they don't get a card, the, the, the amount of pressure that goes into what am I going to do? What, I mean, you know, am I going to go sell insurance? Who's going to buy insurance yeah. to me? Am I going to go sell stocks and bonds? Why would anybody buy them? I know nothing. 
you know, so it's really, it's really is. You're, you're, you've been doing one thing, golf, 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 and all of a sudden now you're out here. Are you going to finish in the top 25? Are you, gonna, are you not? If you don't, I heard a guy story yesterday. A guy said, you know, I told his wife, if I don't get my card here this week, it's over. Well, I remember those thoughts. The problem is you got a gun to your head, and that adds so much pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Harold and I were talking before we got on the air this morning, smiling and taking this thing one step at a time and enjoying the environment. Anything you can do to take the pressure off you. But when you say, if I don't get my cards this week, it's over, well, how are you going to perform under those circumstances? So, no, this is this is huge, is what I'm trying to say. This is beyond huge. This is life-changing for these guys, one way or the other. It's either, yep. hey, my dream came true, or guess what? I'm in the pro shop, you know, doing a trunk, or in the parking lot doing a trunk slammer after I've not gotten my car. And where am I going now in this rental car? Am I going back to the Red Roof Inn or the Hampton or the Holiday? Where am I going, and what am I doing next? And most of these guys, like, to be honest, I was one of them. We were not prepared. I luckily got into the golf event business somehow and loved it and got lucky and worked hard and all that. But, man, I'll tell you what, I don't know what I'd have done if I wouldn't have gotten in the golf event business, to be honest with you. Well, you made the right choice. So you made the right choice. Worked this, out. This is an unbelievable event. Jeff Sanders, president of Global Golf Events for Lagadere Sports. It is family day out here. The junior clinic starts at 2. That's complimentary uh, for youngsters as well. So the guys that are either done or some of the guys that are sticking around that didn't make the cut, they'll be over given lessons. Which is amazing, Swags. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen guys come off the golf course playing in a competition and go give these kids golf lessons? I mean, they're not going to sit back there and blow bubble gum and uh, bubbles and, and, yeah. and watch these guys hit hooks and fades. They're actually going to take a lane like a bowling alley and get a golf lesson from a guy who could be the next Ricky Fowler. You know, what a cool deal. What an amazing deal. If you if you hold the club, if, even if you don't hold the club, you got to come on out here and see this. It's fantastic. We always appreciate it. Thanks for uh, letting us be a part of this for the six years. You guys are great. We appreciate you. There's nobody like you. Well, that's true. Nobody knows golf like you do. I don't know nobody. if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, but. you've got a great thing going, both you guys. I'm, I'm proud of you, and thanks for your partnership. You bet. Jeff Sanders, uh, he the man out here. And uh, if you come by, say hi. Shake his hand. He'll talk to you. No, no question about that. He loves to see everybody out here. should be a great day. Uh, when we come back uh, in our uh, Ask the Pros segment, we're going to uh, reprise a couple of things from – uh, our interview with Scott Harrington yesterday, talking right. about uh, in position to do something he's never done, how he got here, everything he's had to overcome, and what it will take to pull it off. And then Eric Feldhusen, who's the director of agronomy here at Pumpkin, going to join us in uh, the business of golf. And awesome. We'll get a little bit more on how you get a golf course ready for a tournament like this and then how to be prepared to deal with whatever may come heat moisture whatever so we'll get his thoughts as well we're making the turn here out live winco foods portland open presented by Kraft Heinz. third round of coverage a uh, third round action about to get going with the first groups teeing off it's golf in the northwest on 1080 the fan tips for your game from award-winning pga instructor harold bluestein it's time to ask the pro on golf in the northwest brought to you on the fan by laurelhurst market welcome back in 835 here golf in the northwest uh no center and saint they're both on vacation and so uh, we'll take you back to ESPN, and then we got uh, baseball for you today. Twelve thirty, it'll be uh, Phillies and Giants uh, right here on the fan, and then they'll be playing Sunday night baseball tomorrow as well. Uh, both those teams still in the hunt for uh, well, the Phillies are in the hunt for the uh, NL East, but both in the wild card hunt too. 
Uh, so we'll have some baseball for you this weekend. Harold and I will be out here uh, most of the day today. I'll be back tomorrow for the uh, ceremony as well. As uh, we enjoy third-round action in the Winco Foods Portland Open presented by Kraft Heinz. Yesterday after his 8-under uh, uh, 63, Scott Harrington, we had uh, a chance to come, have him come over while I was uh, here doing dirt and sprague and talk to him for a little bit. And uh, it, it was amazing. I don't know if you know the story. We've, we've told it for you. But uh, he stepped aside from tour play yesterday or last year uh, when his wife was uh, diagnosed with uh, cancer once again and wanted to be with her, help fight it. He got tremendous help not only from the tour, allowing him to step away, not losing his status. Uh, there were all sorts of people that uh, were helping out uh, with financial, uh, including Steph Curry, who he uh, got to know at the uh, Stonebrae. And fortunately, she started to improve. Uh, she's doing very well. But I asked him, you know, considering where you were a year ago versus where you are now, did you ever think you'd be in this position? You know, it's so tough uh, to go to to play out on tour. And I don't think uh, people realize that many of these players have families. Oh, yeah. And along with families come the kids you got to take care of the kids uh and then you have a tragedy come along also something unexpected and it really th- throws a wrench in in your own dreams your own goals and to be able to stay focused on that and yet at the same time uh go ahead and and try to play good golf yeah. is really quite an accomplishment and it, it says a lot about him as a person well let's hear his thoughts uh he uh expounded on uh how appreciative he was to be in this position right now i've always hit the ball well driving's always been kind of my strength i feel like i can drive with anybody out there in terms of length and accuracy i've always hit my irons well like kind of my total ball striking numbers are very high um i've always my putting is typically lagged a bit and i've the last probably month and a half or so i've had some much better results and i've felt really good with a putter over that period of time i've always kind of thought that i don't need to be a great i don't need to be steve stricker on the greens if i'm a with with, with my ball striking if i if i am a average or a slightly above average putter then i know that i'm going to do great things in this game and that's i feel like the last couple months and this week as well um my putting has become a bit of a strength and and my ball striking has stayed strong and you know i know that if i continue to make putts um i know i'm, I'm gonna give myself a lot of looks for birdie and if i can if i'm capitalizing just one more of those around i mean that's the difference right there and between you know being a you know out on tour for 10 years straight and you know being on this tour it's it's such a, it's such a fine line so if you can just find little you know a half <laughs> shot a day that, that's yep. that's better i mean that over the long haul that is it is so huge so i was scotty harrington he was talking about the improvement he's as we mentioned he's always been among uh the top in driving distance driving accuracy uh but on the greens is where he has uh struggled in the past and but he's put it together this week um that seems to be what a lot of our great athletic golfers are and it it used to be much different where the big guys the big guys couldn't putt at all and now they they can't putt but you see gary woodland you see brooks kepka you see dustin johnson 
and Scotty Harrington, these guys that are basically our bombers, um, albeit Scotty is a much better statistical average. Uh, I mean, he hits 78% or 70. Yes, nearly 78% greens in regulation this week. That's amazing. Uh, And I think that's why he says he just needs to be a slightly better than average putter because he's going to give himself so many opportunities he'd like to be obviously as good a putter as he wants to be he's he better change i i'm thinking i when i heard him say I, all i need to do is be a better than average putter if he wants to win a major which i'm sure is in every player's oh, yeah. mind he he's going to want to be the best putter on the planet and so with if he were to develop his putting uh to a level of a jordan Spieth. Or, or a Steve Stricker or someone like that, um, then the, he, he could do a lot of damage because he's one of the best ball strikers on any tour. Yeah, in terms of total driving, in terms of accuracy and length, he's consistently over 300 yards yeah. uh, off the tee when he pulls uh, the big dog out. Uh, he's, 62 per, or he's 73%. Uh, this week in driving accuracy, greens and regulation, as we mentioned, 78%. That's among the best. That's, oh, it is. And and as we discussed uh, with, with Jeff earlier, he had a chance for a 60-59 sort of round yesterday, and, and he'll remember that. He had chances at 13 and 14. I think he had one at 16 as well uh, coming and, in. And at 18. And, uh, and at 18, despite hitting it uh, in, the, in the rough off the tee. So I think for him... Obviously, the par fives are huge for him. He's one of those guys. He sh- he feels like he should be making birdie on every single par five uh, if he puts it in the fairway off the off the tee. Well, and that's the key to winning. Look at Tiger Woods all the years that he was making par- uh, birdies on par fives. <clears throat> par threes, you want to par them? Make a par, move on. You're going to make a birdie, great. Par fives is where you're going to – short par fours and par fives is where you're going to pick up shots. He said he, if he could pick up a half a shot per round, that would be huge. He's absolutely right. When we're talking about the quality of play out here on tour, uh, a half a shot is huge. It is, and he'll take uh, bogey-free rounds with eight birdies and ten pars every day of the week, which is what he did yesterday. Uh, we've got moisture in the air. We'll see how much of it uh, dries out when these clouds clear and uh, what kind of condition this course will be in. Je- uh, Eric Feldhusen going to join us. He's the director of agronomy out here as we get to the business of golf. We'll find out uh, just what conditions uh, everybody should be expecting here for the weekend because we're out at the Winco Foods Portland Open presented by Kraft Heinz. Round three action. They're just sending them off the tees here. Uh, Scott Harrington, Vince India will be in your final group. They'll go off at 1.50 p.m. here on uh, Family Day and the Junior Clinic Day. So we'll wrap things up as we continue. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 846 here, back out of Pumpkin Ridge at the Winco Foods Portland Open. They have just started teeing off. First couple of groups are off in this round three. 66 players making the cut. Final group going off at 150 will be Vince India and Scott Harrington, uh, both trying to hold those positions because it would mean uh, they would be getting tour cards uh, come Sunday afternoon. But we are very pleased to be joined uh, now by Eric Feldhusen, the director of agronomy out here at Pumpkin Ridge. And we wanted to have uh, uh, somebody from the the course 
and and the group out here this is maintained so well it has stood up to these guys despite some of the low scores that we're seeing i i don't want people to confuse that this is a easy track for these guys to play a lot of it has to do with the condition and how well you maintain this course and prepare it uh, for this tournament um but for people that aren't aren't familiar with difference between a superintendent and director of agronomy maybe eric let them know a little bit about what your specific role out here for pumpkin ridge is uh first first foremost thank you for having me on me on the radio i definitely like to promote our profession around here Um, a lot of great superintendents in the area Uh, i am the director of agronomy i have a superintendent under me that runs a day-to-day uh operations obviously we have two great facilities here not just witch hollow ghost creek over there um so i have superintendent vincent rubio um that runs all my day-to-day activities and i kind of it's not these structures and everything that go up with the tournament and working with the pga staff and then all the tournament groups the um ryan tahara from logadier just putting everything together that's kind of my responsibility and then Vinny does my day-to-day um i kind of i'm two days ahead of him and then he's (laughs) running the day-to-day activities Uh, how how early do you start working with the tour officials to prepare the course? When does when does it actually you first sit down and have the meeting say, okay, here's where we're at now, here's where we want it to be in August. What do we have to start doing? Uh, that'll happen Sunday afternoon. Um, actually, <laughs> uh, my uh, the tour agronomist um, PJ um, that I work with um, will sit down, have a game plan of what we want to improve, where we can improve. Uh, within within both what they want and what we want for our members and our club um, so Sunday afternoon we'll put our tournament report so we have a vision clear vision of what we're going to do that winter for projects um, and it goes together and then that winter we start putting all the um, all the pieces and moving parts together so we have a great successful event that next August the, but the golf course for the members is really not the same golf course as you set up for the for the tournament is it well i i truly believe it actually is the only difference that we do for this tournament um is grow our rough out a little longer yeah. uh, green speeds uh consistency everything that we give our membership um it's the same same practices that we're giving these pros we're we're mowing single cutting we're rolling we do that every day for our members um the rough is the little caveat that we've grown up uh to a little over three inches let it go all week um so it is very challenging we don't do that for our daily play and our, our members. Um, obviously, we get our flushes in the spring growth, but our, our, our goal is to keep it about two inches for our members. So it's, it's a little thicker and a little denser for, for these, these tour players. Well, I've been a professional in the, in the Northwest for a long time, and I can tell you that uh, Pumpkin always has good greens. Uh, I've, I've played a lot of pro-ams out here. Uh, I love the golf course. Uh, I've played both sides. Uh, there was a time when the tournament played a mix of holes, uh, some from from uh, Witch and some from Ghost. The, but now it's just all Witch Hollow, isn't it? It's all Witch. And the the PGA event that we've hosted, obviously we've hosted a ton of events out here from Opens to Amateurs. Um, everything for this uh, Corn Ferry Tour has been on Witch Hollow from okay. day one and We'll continue on that. Yes, we have a definitely an amazing composite if we put them together. Um, just not quite there for those these kind of events yet. Eric Feldhusen is our guest here, director of agronomy for Pumpkin Ridge. And how I'm curious, you know, last couple of summers we've been dealing with extreme heat. We had all those fires in central, so smoke coming in. How different has this year and this summer been 
from managing courses? Uh, is it is it easier? Is it more difficult? Is it just different? Uh, paying attention to what the weather is doing. It's definitely. Um, it's probably a little easier. Not as much stress on the turf. Um, I was actually happy to have it in the first of August to the end of August. I mean, greens are getting tired. We're pushing them all summer. Um, the past couple of days, it's it's amazing. We haven't put anything through our irrigation system. Everything's gone through a hose. And to say that in August that you haven't watered your golf course with an irrigation system is pretty abnormal. Um, I wish we had some sun, some wind. We're we're not wet by any means, but it would be nice to get that dew off the ground in the morning, um, play a little drier, a little firmer than we are. But Mother Nature runs it. Um, we're kind of adapting our practices to every day. Um, Every night we come in the morning, do our morning shift. We come in at night. We're here because of uh, lightning delays yesterday until 11 o'clock last night, getting getting everything the night shift done. So, changing it um, constantly as we as what Mother Nature hands us, and just working around it best we can. So, what challenges do you face? I know that uh, a lot of the superintendents and agronomists in the area fight some certain diseases and things like that. Uh, what challenges do you face specifically here? Uh, and are they any different than anywhere else you'd find in the Northwest? You know, I think the Northwest overall, we all have our, our main big challenges, but every course is so a microclimate. They have stresses somewhere else that we don't have here. We've got our agronomic program here. We may not face things that other courses do face. Um, I, I think our biggest challenge is it's just dynamic. Um, the, our, our hiring market and having the staff to, to get everything done for 36 holes is a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody says they have 18 holes. They have a tough time setting up 18 holes. Well, we've, we're doing 36 at a high, yeah. high, high clip rate um, with a lot of players going through in the summertime. So it's just staffing is probably our biggest challenge. Um, agronomic programs, solid. I mean, you look at it, we were voted 2018 tournament of the year. A lot of that was course conditioning. Um, We've had a couple of tour players come down and talk to my team and said this this venue would stand up on the tour any day. Um, it's uh-huh. it's pretty it's pretty fun to hear that and pretty fun to see the conditions out there right now. Eric Bilt Houston is our guest director of economy here at uh, Pumpkin Ridge. Yeah, I just wanted to ask if have you changed the width of any of the fairways out there this week? We have not. Our fairways are uh, we're almost uh, about eighty percent bent grass uh, with a little poanya, um, so we can't really change it without changing that contrast of those fairways. So fairways have all been the same. Um, and it's designed for a tournament course still. This is still Bob Cup's uh, original re- vision when he did it. We've done some uh, changes. We've uh, softened a few uh, lake banks, uh, gotten rid of a bunker on hole six, made it a pinnable cup, which you'll actually see today, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. But my staff over the winter, we've done some of those things that I've talked about with the PJ agronomist, and we've kind of, this is what we're doing. We've done that, and we're going to see some of that this week. Well, as for the conditions today, we had some some rain overnight, some moisture. We've got some cloud cover here. So how does that affect the course? And then looking at the forecast for the rest of the weekend, how will the course change from this morning to maybe Sunday afternoon? Well, hopefully this overcast burns off today. Um, We get a little breeze through here. That will definitely that little surface layer so we don't get that dew buildup on us. Um, Mm -hmm. We've had to dew sweep the fairways a couple times this morning. Obviously, we had a one-hole player that had to play a hole this morning to finish his second round. Um, and we're, we're resetting it and do sweeping again. Um, hopefully it dries down a little. Um, like I said, we've put nothing but through a hose the last three days, um, and it's been very minimal water. It's We've got little every night, it seems like. Um, manageable, of course, isn't wet. It just We'd like to be a little firmer, that little top surface, and that's just from wind and uh, the atmospheric conditions that we have going on. 
Well, it's a, it always plays great. It looks great on TV. looks even better in person. Eric Feldhuesen, in the director of agronomy here uh, at Pumpkin Ridge. Thanks so much for uh, sitting down with us, and uh, thanks for having us out again. It's uh, great conditions. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. That'll uh, wrap things up for us here. We'll send you back to ESPN Radio. And, of course, we got some baseball coming up for you, Phillies and Giants. Harold and I are going to go out and uh, watch some of the first groups seeing off. Yep, great fun today. We, we uh, If you get a chance to come out this weekend, you're going to see some great golf. And uh, come out, everybody rooting for Scotty Harrington, the local product as well, seeing if he can uh, finish the deal and get his PGA Tour card. He's been out on this tour since 2004 trying to get PGA Tour status, and maybe uh, this year, 16 years after his first year, might be the year. Well, I, I'll tell you right now, he's trying to put that out of his mind and go out and play each shot as it comes. Not overthink it and fire at some pins. Thanks to uh, thanks to Eric Feldhusen as well as Jeff Sanders for stopping by. Huge thanks to Jesse Osmond for uh, helping us out here back in the studio this weekend for us. ESPN Radio coming up next. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit them straight. A little bit of moisture, I'm guessing, that we got. One way is to add length. So I'm sure they had her out beating balls until the cows came out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.